You're listening to a New York Minute. I'll shut them for you. And if you think I'm kidding, just try me. Try me. Because I would love it. No. With Michael Biscardi and Matthew Clark here, kicking off a somber Sunday. Obviously, the big story in the news is the uh, the mass shooting that happened in Orlando, Florida, at a nightclub, Pulse, in the uh, small hours. Did you read that and, and think I had to read it twice because that whole thing with um, the voice singer? Yeah, I thought. Is this related or connected in some way? Is this just, you know, let's go into the nightclubs and concerts and start gunning down important people, target whoever we can who might be in town. Um, But at least they stayed out of Disney and didn't kill any children. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, we may as well go straight into what the hell is wrong with people. I think this is... uh, I think this is the most qualified one. (laughs) What... um, a lot of things. Number one, we don't know anything about really the Grimmy kid. Uh, he was just some weirdo who apparently had the full intent to go in there and just kill this girl. And um, I'll go into a what the hell is right with people when I talk about her brother who may have saved the lives of God knows how many people. I mean, this kid could have probably picked off uh, close to 50 himself. Given he the had the ammo for it, according to the yeah. report. Yeah. Uh, brother tackled him. And um, he just he had plans to go there, kill her, go home. They don't know what the connection was with it between him and this girl. Um, maybe that'll come to light or not. I don't, you know, we don't know. And then go into this little Afghan American kid. Um, what, what is his name? Do we have what, what's his name? Do we we have it uh, released here. I'm not looking. I think at it's Matika Abalaka. Something September 11th. I don't know. And conveniently, Hamid Karzai was in the area because he was paying respects to Ali in Louisville. So we managed to make a little detour down to D.C. and talk to Wolf Blitzer on CNN and saying, of course, that we, we condemn all these things, which is very nice. Who is this? Hamid Karzai. He, he, it was actually yeah. quite fortuitous for him to represent the Afghans while being here in America. But part of me was thinking, um, yeah, you're on TV right now. You happen to be in the States probably because you live here now. Right. I won't admit to what he says. He's still they do make a fine rug. They do. I'm actually sitting on one right now. Sounds like we need an investigation. So, so uh, immediately the the reports of, well, what was the motive for the killing? Now the father says, I don't think it was religion-related. And – Of course. Uh it was just he he saw two guys kissing in Miami a couple months back, and that really teed him off. Yeah. So Maybe what get the over hell it, is wrong with these parents? Obviously, they let they let this kid live a very sheltered life because even though he had lived in Florida all these years, he'd never been down to gay Miami and never saw two guys kissing. Right. Uh, he was from New York originally, evidently didn't live in New York very long, didn't see two gay guys kissing. Yeah. Obviously never got out. Uh, right, never never got out. So these parents obviously had a very sheltered kid. 
I don't know what's wrong with the Florida state government that gave this kid a security license to work for a company who apparently had ties to government contracts and let this kid, after being uh, interviewed by the FBI three times, get a security license, an armed security license. I don't know what the hell is wrong with the FBI that that they didn't pick this kid up. I don't know what they talked about. But uh, it, it seems like this kid really slipped through everybody's fingers and they barely even tried to catch the ball. I agree. There were a few red flags with him, too. One is he was married and yeah. he like beat his wife a lot. And there was, okay, whatever, domestic. Maybe she didn't report it at the time. Who knows? Yeah. But the FBI thing about questioning him like three times, I mean, that's a red flag right there. I mean. Three, three times. And uh, I can't, I mean, how do you. It, have you uh, never seen two guys kissing? And then let's get let's talk about the news. Yeah, just don't look at it. You know, they can only report so much. I got it. But um, immediately they, uh, they tried to discredit the terror. But one of the things that I brought up, and I tweeted it this morning, was uh, it was said that this kid had a, an assault rifle on him, a handgun, and a vest. So let's oh, say, best. for example, this kid didn't shoot anybody. We can we can really argue the whole gun control. I'm glad we're not really talking about that much yet today. I'm sure it'll come up later in the week, the gun control issue, you know, assault weapons. Civilians shouldn't have them. This kid could have killed more than 50 people had he just detonated what was on his vest. Now, that was the, the morning report. Maybe he didn't really have it, and that was just a, a false report. But right. had he detonated this this vest, he could have killed a lot more people. And it begs the question: What if this kid uh, had just gone straight to the the IED, blown himself up? Would you call it an act of terror then? You know, the, the whole morning. Well, we don't know. Do we call it an act of terror, or was it just motivated or inspired by hate? But it's not an act mm. of terror, even though he managed to be an active shooter who picked off. More people than Columbine, than the movie theater, Virginia than Tech. Sandy Hook, than Virginia Tech. But we still don't, we're on the fence. We don't know how to really label this guy. But what if they they had the kid had just blown up the? Would it be terror then if he had just blown himself up and everybody with him, and and the gun wasn't actually used? I think two things could have happened that would have. I mean, the, the obvious being that it never happened to begin with. But one, I would love to see him blow himself by accident on the way there, where he's like, oh, shit, that just happens. And two, it doesn't go off. Nothing works at the club. And he just gets in the middle of, like, you know, a bunch of guys just grinding against him and just and his head explodes, just yeah. kills him. I don't and know, I, man. I think I, I doubt this kid had ever been back to his mother country of Afghanistan, where he probably would have met a whole lot of homosexuals. Oh. And that's all probably not. That. I don't think he did. I think they actually said that in yeah. it was ABC that he actually never after he moved from New York to Florida. Yeah, he I'm actually sure he never did. left. This kid probably lived in the basement under the stairs. Right. Uh, but you know, I'd love to tell him, "Hey, I got news for you." But a lot of your your idols, probable idols here, your um, Taliban friends, um, were well known nationwide for rubbing each other off. <laughs> It's actually common practice, especially on Thursdays. And that's all I'll say on that. Wow. My, what the hell is wrong with people? So we haven't done one for a while. It's a good I'm one. sorry to bring one up on, on such unfortunate circumstances. Hey, it's a New York Minute. I think. But there's a lot to talk about here. And, there's um, a lot to. 
there's a lot of fingers to blame in, in both cases. We don't know much about um, this kid who killed the singer. She was like 27 years old. How he yeah. got access to a gun, I don't know. Um, who knows? And, uh, ugly dude. Yeah, ugly little bastard, isn't he? Ugly dude. They released his name last night. So, yeah, goofy name. Loyable, something loyable. Oh, but uh, I do want to say, let, let's give a special shout out to this girl's brother who probably saved a lot of lives. Yeah. Acting immediately, tackling this little weasel. I thought that was great. Where he shot himself, so, you know, hats off to him. And I think he shot himself, I read, during the struggle. Yeah, yeah, I believe I read that too. Um, Yeah. Yeah, shout out to her brother too. It's really sad, man. I know, I didn't really know much about her, but. Now that I never, I actually never heard of her, I didn't really watch The Voice. I didn't either. But the outpouring and the celebrities of Disney really something. 22 years old. I mean. Was she 23? She was 22 years old, yeah. Wow. Sad. She was a Jersey native. Yes. Uh, I think she was like third runner-up in The Voice. Third runner-up on like Adam Levine's team. Yeah. And then I guess he gave her a contract after the show. Uh, so she was starting to get... She was apparently supposed to have her first big record... Con- well, she had a record contract. Her first big record release, I guess, was supposed to come in the upcoming months. And this uh. was kind of her... Um, her startup tour. Yeah, because I know... She had a, a large fan following and obviously reached Huge. somebody, even if it was only on YouTube, because this kid had some vendetta against this girl and um, she was from New Jersey. This kid was from like St. Petersburg, Florida. Right. So I don't know how they knew each other, but he went there with the intent to kill this girl. And she also had a, a tour she did, I think, with Selena Gomez for a while. I mean, she was definitely, yeah. definitely on her way up. Um, yeah, I read that too. Apparently, Selena Gomez is really, really hurting over this. So what that reminded me of, on a much smaller scale, of course. But I wouldn't be surprised if you saw like this guy was obsessed with her, kind of like Mark David Chapman was with Lennon. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and Jodie Foster. But right, he he right. wanted to get Jodie Foster's attention by killing. No, I'm sorry, I'm thinking that was of, uh, the guy who Hinkley. killed Reagan. I'm sorry, that was Hinckley. Excuse me. Yeah, Mark David Chapman. Who was actually who wanted to kill George C. Scott, um, and uh, who else did he have? Didn't he have Sally Fields in his crosshairs too? Uh, I'll look that up. I'm not too sure, but I know that guy was same situ- situation. Yeah. Lennon was yeah. signing autographs. Yeah, popped him. Yeah. You know what's weird is a few years ago, a few years before that, there was an interview with John Lennon. And they asked him, "How do you think you'll you'll die?" And he said, "I'll probably get popped by some loony someday." And sure as shit. Uh, yeah. He did. So did, really, uh, Biggie. He thought he was going to get murdered, and sure enough, he, yeah. in fact, did a few months later. But, Pro- I you think know, probability, on a, a though. positive note for uh, gun violence, as it relates also to ISIS, uh, His Majesty's SAS, uh, Special oh. Air Services, yeah. there was a, a recent hit on ISIS from an SAS sniper and um, I'm looking up this story now so there was, uh, I don't have the guy's name here but there was uh, an SAS sniper who um, his target was an ISIS decapitator and he was teaching how to quickly decapitate somebody with a saber sword 
And while he's in his instruction, he gets his own head blown off. That's great. By uh, by a British sniper. So that's great. Something positive from gun violence. Trying yes, to make that work. Yeah. Follow Holt, man. So they're good. I like them. I think uh, we could at least. I mean, when people talk about gun control, I've always said if you're a male between 18 and 23 that has Asperger's, if you have a name like that guy in Orlando, or autism, let's just, we'll just cut it there. That'll, that'll knock out like 98% of the mass shootings, and you'll be okay. You know, it's, it's not the people in the National Rifle Association or anything you have to worry about. It's people with names like whatever the fuck his name was this morning, and if you have like Asperger's, uh, that's just right there. We can start with that. I think I think we'll do a lot of good. You're listening to a New York Minute. What's going on up there in the city of uh, Nueva York? Uh, I guess on a positive note, there today was the Puerto Rican Day Parade, and they've been really celebrating in all the five boroughs. The parades yeah. are always on Fifth Avenue, but uh, yesterday, on a short trip to Connecticut with the missus, we. Um, took a little detour through the old neighborhood. I went through. Um, I, w- I went through a Bushwick section of Brooklyn, and and I actually showed her uh, my father's old place. And the reason it wasn't uh. because I was aiming towards it, but um, I, we were actually on our way, and the traffic was so bad because I forgot that the Belmont Stakes were on, and there was also a Mets game. So special shout oh, the out, Belmont of Stakes. Yeah, so um, the creek. Creator one, the Belmont Stakes. So one horse yeah. for each crown. Okay. This particular year, nobody's going to get the triple crown, but nobody won even two, oh, three horses, um, one each race. Creator can anyway. catch his destiny. So yeah, so there was a lot of Puerto Rican Boricua festivities all around. Everybody was out there with the smokers cooking up. Um, I don't know. Up. Actually, I don't. I don't know. Uh, Puerto Rican cuisine is but it smells it good though, right? Good. It smelled good. Flags were on the cars. Anyway, so yeah, we're we're driving and, and the traffic's really bad, and so I'm like, you know what? I'm on the BQE now. It's taking forever. I don't want to sit in this traffic. Um, let's take a detour. I'll find the Jackie Robinson and make my way up. Yeah, up through through the. Uh, the That's bridge. a nice drive, though. So yeah, we went to uh, the old neighborhood, and I actually passed. My father's old place looked like a, a rundown dump still. Really? Um, a couple of hipsters I think I saw coming out of the building. The and, place he grew uh, up in? Yeah, and it's it's, it's funny because mm. I, I was explaining the, the history to it very briefly, and there was actually this guy who was standing outside next to me, and I guess he was listening to the story. I said, well, this is where the new mode cleaners was. I don't mean to bring a business into it. I don't, I don't know if it's still in existence. New mode cleaners, it's like, it, was, <laughs> it was one of these rubbed out, awnings on the building and uh, to the left of it there was a the rubbed out awning of a barbershop and I explained well this was my grandfather's old barbershop I don't know who operates it now if it's still even a barbershop wow. this the interesting thing about these the, the cleaners here is uh, possibly caused my aunt cancer oh. she died in 1970 never met her supposedly Hodgkin yeah. brought on by bad fumes from the cleaners downstairs so, you know, just... Um, yeah, of course. Wait, wait what part of the city was this in, though? I mean, you've told me, and I should know this. This is but... down on Wilson Avenue. 
in um, Bushwick, Brooklyn. All right. So I showed them, I showed her the, the, the house and, uh, you know, I said, this were very humble beginnings. Yeah. Let's move on. So we leave. Then uh, she, she asked me where my mother lived. So I took her to my mother's old place, which was totally redone. The whole facade was like this brand new, it, it even though it was on, or it was off of Bushwick Avenue, it looked like it was on Madison Avenue. They oh, wow. t- whoever bought this place totally redid it, they, and it's actually renting right now for like twenty six hundred dollars a month Gosh. for a place that they sold for like eighteen grand in nineteen sixty one. Wow! And um, place looked really magnificent. I was like in shock and awe. And there was a resident in there, and I'm I'm pointing to the house, which probably thought I was crazy, like I was stalking the place to right. you know, pull a score on it and rob right. the place, casing it. Oh yeah, um, but uh, you know, magnificent work done. A lot oh, yeah. of the buildings in the place have been totally redone. I wish they held on to that one, right? Yeah, I know. I, exactly. Some of those so, places, man, you know, if you if you owned a place and if you bought a place in 1955 or 1960 for like 90000 I mean, it's like you can cash out in some areas for like $2 million today. More. For less than ninety, but It's insane. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was a nice ride. And then finally we got through the traffic. Like I said, um, Puerto Ricans celebrating everywhere. The parade is today. They're always on a Sunday. Oh. But um, the festivities began on really, I think by like Friday evening, the flag started coming out and it lasted the whole weekend. So a lot of stuff going on. And then uh, we made our way, went into Greenwich, Connecticut. Not a whole lot going on there. No. <laughs> Yeah, quiet, quiet drive through. Yeah, yeah, I said, look, um, here's this is famous Greenwich. She'd never been. It's beautiful. Yeah, it, it looks like a wonderful place to grow up if you want to be, you know, old money. But there's really not a whole lot to do. No, these people though, they don't need a, a nightlife in their hometown because they all have helicopters to take them to wherever they right. want to go. It's a good place to retreat when you're done. Yeah, gallivanting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can hang your hat up. Right. Very uh, that was what prominent neighborhoods. Here in, uh, in New York this weekend. New York. Oh, Boricua. 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 Big pun. Big pun was Puerto Rican, right? Yes, he was. You know what's funny so is he says, the, he says the N-word in his songs. He, so but, do can, a lot of Puerto Ricans. Can Rican you do that? I know. It's funny. There's this kid... That uh, I know, a few other people I know know, and I always joke because he uses the word so much. And, and like, yeah, well, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, so I got so you know, I, I can talk like I got I got literary license, you know what I'm saying? Is, is that though, true though? Because like J Lo said that Puerto in the song, guy. remember J Lo did that song with Ja Rule? She's like, yeah, she said the N word a few times. Is that do they get a pass for that all the time? They all use it. But they get a pass for it. Like, that's okay. They call it to each other, uh, Puerto Rican friends. Uh, wow. All the time. So do the Dominicans. They get a pass. Yeah. Like, we're, whites are too far removed. That's a racial term. But if you're Puerto well, Rican, they you get, can it's, do it. I don't know if they get a pass. It's just, um, I, I always wanted to ask uh, one of my black friends. Unfortunately, I don't have as many. I don't keep in contact. But not for any particular reason. I just don't. Right. Uh, I don't get to keep in contact with some of them as much as I would, but I always wanted to ask, yeah, how do you feel when you hear some of the Latins dropping the yeah, Dropping bomb. that word. Yeah. Hey, you wonder. 
Mm. But I mean, it's all over town. I've I've heard it. It's in interesting. Many circles, not just the Puerto Ricans or the Dominicans. The Salvadorians. <laughs> did you hear about this in uh, L.A.? I'm just reading the guy with explosions found. Yeah, I did. Head into the West Hollywood parade. parade. I am glad yeah. I'm not working there again. Twenty-year-old mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, man. Did you see this guy's face? No. Oh, he looks like. First of all, the haircut. It looks like he cut his own hair. And he's in a smock. Obviously, they have him like hospital gowns because he's crazy. But they found explosions and explosives and weapons in the car. And he said he wanted to go to the parade and hurt people. But the reason the cops found him is he was like knocking on doors and somebody, just a concerned citizen, called the cops. And it turned out to be this huge find. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a Santa Monica police chief Jacqueline Seabrook said on Twitter that the suspect told one of her officers that he wanted to harm gay pride event. Wasn't Seabrook's the name of the guy from the um, corrections union who just got arrested that I talked about in the last oh, show? With that funny name. Yeah, interesting. What was that name? Murray. Yeah. Something. Huh. Omar Mateen, 29-year-old Omar Mateen, was the guy that we were talking about for the Orlando Club. But we won't bring – what is it? Fox News never brings up the names of, of the perps because they don't want to give them any airplay. So I guess we'll – Yeah, I, I agree with that. that. Right there and we'll do, we'll do the I like. I agree with them doing that. Yeah. I don't need to get, make them more famous. Yeah. Idiots. Uh, what else is happening? Um well, in New York, Miss Hillary celebrating in uh, her self-proclaimed hometown of Brooklyn. But she is now the uh, honorary nomination, and, and she's going to destroy the Donald. And I really can't wait to see how she responds to this by trying to worm her way into this apple of tragedy. She'll find herself down in Orlando and try to like readily identify with the, the, the families yeah. of these victims. She just leave them alone right now. Just like she did with the Martin family. Hey, go to Fox News right now. Is that a typo on the homepage? It says connected to radical imam. And then it says Orlando Gun. And then controversial imam. I think it's maybe a word. Maybe he was uh, connected to to a controversial imam. Uh, Hold on. Oh, yeah, he was. It looks well, they're saying he was. Maybe he's with the Nation of Islam. That's what they're and saying. And a mom is Louis Farrakhan. Told him to kill kids. There's Especially one. the Jewish ones. Louis. Not funny. I mean, I don't mean to make a joke of no. it. No. Possible. United Airlines has ads all over Fox News. Fox News, you got to get you got to get some better ads in there. You got to mm. take those bastards off the page. Yeah. What was the last time you've been to Florida? Uh, Four yeah. years ago. Were you in Miami area? I was, yes. Nice. Yeah, what, was what, Miami, what do you think? It was on the West Coast initially, but it was right when I came back actually from Afghanistan, and I was attending a wedding, and, yeah. um, you know, I had all this money, and I had... Uh, Living the dream. Time, I had time off. I had a lot of leave on me. So I went to the wedding, which was on the West Coast, on the Gulf side, and then everybody went yeah. home, and then I had time to kill, so I stayed a few extra days, and I went to Miami. I, t- I rented a car. Drove to uh, drove to South Beach, and honestly, I didn't really enjoy myself as much as I had hoped to because I realized, you know, what I'm a little too old for this right. scene. Yeah, 
at a, at a certain point, you, Sad to it's say, just kind of an event. Yeah. You just want to go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Which is what I did, actually. I changed to an earlier flight. Yeah. It's nice when you're growing up and you're watching the birdcage every weekend and you see South right. Beach and Night at the Roxbury. And I was just on the other night, too. Birdcage? That movie oh, will be my timeless. Favorite. Oh, yeah. Timeless. 20 years old now. 20 years old. Still very real. You know, very ahead of its time, too. I didn't really know that at the time. Yeah. But looking back, very ahead of its time. Very um, uh, advanced with the, uh, and just the gay innuendos. Yeah, even though he's... he's um, He's out and proud. I mean, it's no secret. As the, as the days long. was about Nathan Lane. But uh, it, he can, it just showed his total versatility as an actor. I mean, he played Max Bialystok when he was a different character. And then he, he plays. Yes. F. Lee Bailey. Other people versus O.J. Simpson. And of course, he played. Um, he played. Uh, uh, what the hell was his name? The Birdcage. Um, Albert. He plays Albert, which was, of course, the a take on the character from La Caja Fall, the Broadway show. And uh, he was really outlandishly gay. Right. But he's just such a phenomenal actor. And I wish he would do more movies. Uh, yeah. He does a lot of theater, which... He's a big name on here on Broadway, but Huge. Uh, I only get around to so much theater anymore. I wish he'd come back to the movies. Which, by the way, the Tonys are on tonight. Are you a fan of yes. that program? Are you gonna Not be watching really, the Tonys? and you want to know why? I just, yeah. I, I probably will. I'll catch some of it, but I envy most of these people. It's not really a world I'm a part of anymore. And I look at them and all these successful people. Same thing with the Oscars and the Emmys. I mean, I was never really big in movies, but right. yeah, I aspired to be at one time. So but what do I want to support the of jobs that you know I don't have? And I've got, I, I still have a lot of actor friends, and I know they don't need to, but they rub it in my face all the time when they book gigs. And uh, oh, you know, I don't like really my do page. That anymore. <laughs> You're right. Like so, my, so, well, just I nailed an audition. Cast, nailed it. <laughs> just had an audition. Hashtag. Yeah, hashtag me nailed, nailed it. it. But oh, so you got it? No, no. I just I, maybe, mm-hmm. but I nailed it. Um, but I'll it, probably watch it. Who's hosting it? Is it Neil Patrick Harris again? It's uh, some guy I never heard of. Um, you know who he is. Ooh. I'll tell you who it is right now. Of course, I'm searching for uh, Tony Awards host, and I'm not getting hey. anything. <laughs> Something Corden. Uh, no, I don't. James Corden. He's the ho- host of. Oh, he he's on the late late show. Oh, the late late show. Yeah. Okay. Is that the is that what used to be a uh, Craig Kilborn show? The late sh- late show was Craig Kilborn, yes. Okay, so he's the new guy. It, it, in fact, I didn't even know it was off the air, but he was the late, late show. Probably. Here After are a few celebrities Conan? you may or may not have known. Oh yeah, he's the. This is the guy from. He does a morning like. show in Los Angeles. Yeah, he he's like really flamboyantly gay. Oh, no, okay. no, this no. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of somebody else. No, he's not. Actually, no, he's a funny comedian. No, I'm sorry, I take that back. That is not him. <laughs> he he is that. as gay as the day is long. No, I'm actually, thinking of somebody else. He's he's not. He's actually a very funny guy. Um, Let me see him. Yes, very funny guy. Oh, this guy. Yes. Oh, he's on like a lot of talk shows. 
Like as a guest, yeah, don't bring him on. Like a comedian. Who I was thinking of was actually on a talk show. In the morning, he's uh, in Los Angeles. He does the, you know, all the celebrity, and he, and he does the real high. And oh my God, did you see what <sighs> Kim Kardashian was wearing? She is wearing. That's not him. Verana Dira. That dress is absolutely slicing. <laughs> not that gay people aren't funny. This is just somebody else. Here are a few celebrities you may or may not have known are gay. Uh, Anna Paquin is bisexual. Yeah, but isn't she married? She's married, but yeah. she said she's a bisexual mother. Mm. Michelle Rodriguez, bisexual. Yes, knew I that. Yeah. Rupert Everett. Yes, knew it. He played Ka- it. Carrie Brownstein. Mm. Portlandia star. I've never heard of her either. No. Next. Going to the next batch. Alan Cumming. Yeah. Yes. No. Pretty obvious. Pretty and obvious. A great funny guy. Great. Yeah, fun. She he should be hosting the Tonys. Jane Lynch, of course. Yes, everybody knew that. Yeah. Clive Davis. Hmm. I, I I wouldn't know who he was unless I read this. It was he's a music mogul for helping Whitney Houston and whatever. One of those guys. Jillian <laughs> Michaels. Really. Biggest loser. Bisexual. Hmm. Did, did you? I've heard of her. I I never knew who that was. Yeah, most girls are bisexual. I mean, this one I knew. Michael Stipe. Uh, singer for REM. I always thought it was a rumored thing. Um, I I don't know. I, I've seen him before around town. He was with a guy, but I still didn't think about that. Yeah, came out a couple years hmm. back. Finally revealed he's hmm. gay. Yada, yada, yada. Jodie Foster, you know that. Yes, knew that. Wentworth Miller. Hmm. I'm trying to find out who that is, too. No, Prison Break star. All right. Josh Hutcherson? Oh, I know who this is. Yeah, he's definitely gay. We've got a few more here on this list. You want me to go on? Yeah, give us a couple more. Let's see. You know, let me find ones. That aren't so obvious because the next two are Anderson Cooper, know, Tracy Chapman, people you might not have known. Oh yeah, Anderson. here's one. Didn't know that. He revealed he's bisexual in 2012. I didn't know this, and um, it's curious to me. But Pete Townsend, you know the guitar player for the Who. Oh come on! It's in his autobiography. He revealed that he's bisexual. That I'm shocked to hear. Yeah, I wonder what. I wonder what. Uh, huh. I wonder if the rest of the band thought when we found that out. Not only was he smashing instruments, he was <laughs> smashing butts. Let me find one more here. These are all obvious. It's like Melissa Etheridge. Yeah. Ian McKellar. Mm-hmm. Sarah Paulson. Yes. Uh, I'll give you one more uh, here. But we only found out Sarah Paulson because she was dating the woman from um, the, the... Two and, uh, two and a Half, half Men. Yeah. I don't so know. We've, talk, we've don't talked know about. We've well, we'll just segue into this. So we've talked about Sarah Paulson, and I, and I brought up Love something else OJ related earlier. I don't even remember what it was, but I know I brought it up. So OJ oh, yeah. Simpson made in America on ESPN. Did you catch it last night? Son of a bitch! I, I didn't know it was, it was on last night. I, was yeah, sitting around watching Jurassic Park. It. Yeah, I watched it. 
How is it? Um, Don't it spoil really it, please. Goes into some. Okay, then I won't. I won't mention. No, it. no, give give me something, please. Well, it talks about a lot of um, his childhood history because it start. It really starts from the beginning. His okay. roots, how he met AC Cowlings, his relationship with AC, and uh, he had a third wheel. Let me say a third wheel, but the other guy who didn't make it in football. Yeah. It talks about how he met Ron Ship. It talks about how oh. he, even in the '60s he was he just didn't identify with black society, even though he had black friends. Played for really, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it talks about even how then he wanted to be white, and there's a, a really really interesting segment on the show where um, I, I guess he was sitting at a table and somebody recognized him and said, what's OJ doing with all those niggers? And, and OJ finds wow. out about this. And he says, no, no, that's great. Don't you realize what that means? They don't think I'm a nigger. Wow. And he did not like, want to be part of that culture. No, he, I, and um, I get it. I mean, why? Pieces, I, looking at him, I get it. Right. When you when you put all the pieces together, a lot of things led to the possibility that he was really good at um, at conning people, too, because there was an interesting story about him, A.C. Cowlings, and his friend shooting dice in the bathroom one day because they all went to high school together. Okay. And I don't know if you want to hear this or not. I want to hear it. It's a really great story. By the way, so, before you continue, I just want to mention, um, tweet us at the podcastle, at yeah. the underscore podcastle. I'm tweeting right now, hashtag New York, hashtag minute with Michael Biscardi. At M. Biscardi Jr. now, please weigh in uh, as well. And as we get yeah. some tweets during the show, uh, we'll ask Mike uh, them on the air. So, yeah, let me hear the story because I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, before we get into the New York minute. All right, so um, he's shooting dice. And they see their coach as they're you know they're on their knees. I'm just like the old school way of shooting dice. You get on your knees, you just find a floor, find some pavement, you roll the dice out. They look up, they see their coach, the high school coach, and he catches them. And uh, all three of them are like, "Oh, come on, coach, give us a pass." Nope, you come with me to the principal's office. So all three of them walk to the principal's office. And as soon as they get wow. there, as soon as they get there, the coach delivers them. Walks out. The juice does an about face. Walks out with the coach. Principal says, OJ, where are you going? He says, oh, I just came to help deliver these two guys. <laughs> and he walked out the room. Wow. So when you put it all together, like finding I gotta, his way I gotta to see society this. and learning how to beat the system. It's all evidence that, man, imagine if the prosecution had brought out these little tidbits back then in 95, the, the way that they could have twisted the story kind of the way that um, the defense did by bringing up dirt about the past of the LAPD. Well, if they had found these, they could have said, forget the hard evidence, the DNA, because obviously the jury doesn't want to listen to that. Let's look at OJ's history and how he was so good at finding his way into high society. Um, it, it was almost like it was his dream to marry a white woman. You know, his first wife was black, and then he, he met Nicole later on. And how good he was at conning people. Um, 
And there's a couple of stories. So I, when you watch it, interesting. I'm reading it. Really, the recap stuff. right now. His dad was gay, huh? Yeah, they didn't really talk too much about that. Um, I don't think his father was a huge figure in their lives, but um, there's of course interviews with AC, but they're I'm so mad they're missed old it. interviews. Uh, they're going to play a second half of it on Tuesday. I'm really looking forward to it because now they're going to take on the second half. It's probably going to talk about when he met Rob Kardashian. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he met – Started that abomination. <laughs> yeah. I mean so. that, that media family. Yes. We got a few questions coming in for you, Michael, via the tweet. All right. Um, I'm going to just fire these off of you if it's an appropriate time. All right. Let's do it. Author Dirk Fisher asks – Biscardi, if you're hungry, do you ever use Uber Eats, which is like a no? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if Uber Eats is going to make it. I, I heard it was kind of failing. Um, it, never, it sounded like a I great way to make it. money because you could you didn't even need a car to to use Uber Eats because you know Uber. If you want to make money off of them, you have to have a TNLC license in New York. Um, you have to have a sedan, at least. You can't have a coupe. Right. So if, if you didn't own a four-door car, you couldn't make money on Uber. So Uber then invents this new thing, Uber Eats, where you could you could have a bicycle and you could deliver food to people. I've never <laughs> used it. I don't know if it works. It, I don't need to. You know what I'm saying? I, Isn't it getting a little ridiculous? What's yeah, next? Uber wipe my yeah, ass? Do something right. for yourself. You right. live in New York. You can walk yeah, to the corner. I don't corner. see how I'd have to use it because... I could pay any delivery guy the same right. amount of money. I mean, if it's free delivery, I just got to tip the guy a couple of bucks. If it's Uber Eats, you're paying a charge. Do I do I have to pay a charge and then tip the guy? I don't know. So, what's this guy's name? This is Dirk Fisher. Dirk. He's an author. Right. So, so, ask Dirk if uh, it would behoove me to use Uber Eats, and I would save money. Rather than uh, having a delivery from the Chinese guy, and I'll be honest, most of the Makes times sense. I just go pick it up myself. So if it's cheaper for me, yeah, I guess I will. There's a few more here. I'm going to read them. Questions for Scardi here on New York Minute. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Uh, Mike, this question is from Let's Chat Podcast, and the question is: Do you think you should be allowed to send prayers to Orlando? You know, I guess on Facebook or whatever. If you didn't support the LGBTQ community yesterday so i guess they're asking do you think people should be allowed to put prayers to orlando if they didn't support well the i very much support the lg i don't think it's directed towards you i think it's in general but what do you yeah. think about that but i just don't really support prayers i don't see what it does for anybody it's no secret i'm i'm very atheist i'm very outspoken about it i don't see what prayers do for anybody um i think specifically on social media I, I didn't uh, put anything out there. I, well, just, I don't buy in there. Yourself, no, I, on social thoughts. media, I don't. I can type too. I, I think I tweeted this morning, and I, I put something up on the podcast, on the podcastle page, and I said, you know, it, and, and really I was actually talking about the prior Orlando tragedy that happened, and, and I said, what the hell was wrong with people? Hashtag, um, what's going on with this Orlando insanity? And then the day after... I wake up to read the news about the Orlando nightclub shooting. So, right, um, that kind of uh, support to me 
is enough. I don't see why you have to put religion into it. Just, I, I'm thinking, hey, here, I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about your family. There's a GoFundMe going around apparently for the, the families already. I think that's great. I don't have to take it any further than that. You know, but I also think, too, are, could, I don't know what my prayers are going to do for you or anybody I think else's prayers. The question was that, more if people didn't support LGBT, can they tweet their thoughts, whatever? I, I think the answer words, is so yes. If, you're, if think, you're a Christian and you don't believe in homosexuality, can you pray for people? I don't know. Well, Hamid Karzai did, and they don't. Muslims don't support it, but he said we don't condone any kind of killing. He said this publicly in front of Wolf yeah. Blitzer. Well, yeah. I agree with that. Right. All right, there's a few more here. Questions for you. Some of these are just stupid. Make sure we get their names. We call them out as stupid on the air. Make sure. <laughs> Dana Moon tweeted. Uh, we'll tag this. It's not really a question, but 90% sure someone shit their pants on my five-hour flight. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Happened. Here's one from Stan Stewart at Muzz for Now. Okay. Biscardi, music is an outburst of the soul, but do you prefer music over movies? It's kind of. No. Yeah. No. Yes. I don't know. I don't prefer one over the other, really. I need them both in my life, but. Right. No. Social. In New York, oh, this is like a spam, but I'll read it anyway. Right. Tweeted us with, Michael, do you want to buy a business in NYC? Sell a business in NYC? Go to socialnewyork.com. Okay, right. well, I do own a business in New York City. Um, I'd like to sell it one day. I don't know. What can you do for me? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that helpful tweet, Social New York. Mm-hmm. I'll get one, one or two more here. I'm just trying to week through them and find one. Tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Let us know what you think. Here's one. Classy little podcast. These guys have tweeted us before. Okay. Question to Michael. Is it drinking alone if you're listening to the podcastle? Absolutely not. We're all drinking together. In fact, every right listener should be drinking while they're listening to us because we want to drink with you. Retweet that one. Yeah. Yeah. Please let us drink with you. And by uh, all means, in fact, tell us what you're drinking. Tweet recommend us. Recommend us what you're drinking. What? Maybe you're having some kind of a local microbrewery that you can recommend. Send it to us. Send Maybe we'll try it on the next show. Yeah. Let's see what else. I'll get one more here. All right. How's the weather there? Well, I'm trying to find the next one. It's kind of cold today, which is cold weird here in June. No, not here, not today. We had a few cold days earlier in the week, but no, it's it's pretty sweaty here today. Yeah, We've got some June gloom going on. It's peculiarly overcast. I love it. I love when it's overcast. It humanizes the LA experience mm. a little bit. We got a few Japanese people. To, I believe it's Japanese. Uh, tweets. I, I can't read that language. I'm sorry, guys. I'm okay. trying to. All right. Here's one more. This is from Fibromyalgia Queen at Cat 2006. Okay. Biscardi, as a spoonie, one, I guess that's a foodie. As okay. a spoonie, 
One of the hardest things is watching someone take forever to do something you could have done in a New York minute. What's your biggest pet peeve about waiting in lines in New York? It's a good one. The waiting? I guess. Yeah, what's your biggest pet peeve about, <laughs> about, I guess people, I guess what you're trying to say is people, when you're trying to get your food, is it somebody not taking forever in front of you? Is it people they can't speak English? People who argue with the clerk. Oh, yeah. You know, the haggling. Um, this banana cost a nickel. Yeah, people who look at their receipts and and find something to debate about. Um, that annoys me. And people who just don't look behind them and say, hey, I have a line behind me. So I'm not going to care. I'm just going to take my time because, hey, look, I'm in the front of the line. They're all watching me. They're just going to have to wait because I'm in the front. But I worked a long time to get to this point. You're listening to a New York Minute. Another thing about, uh, let's see. Interesting. Another thing about waiting in line. Waiting in line can be a, a, a positive experience. Sometimes when you're waiting online for the voting booth, I've had numerous times where I've been online and I'm talking to guys, and we're not talking about politics. We're all there to vote, but we're just guys shooting the breeze. And uh, I'll never forget this one time where I, this was probably the 2000, uh, I think it was a 2004 election. I'm online with the, oh, the Bush Kerry years. Yeah. Here. And we're online, and and uh, one guy says, you know, what a great country. Where else can a couple of guys just wait in line to, to do the democratic duty, um, meet, shoot the breeze? And we never talked about politics the whole nice. time. It That's was, what you want. The entire time. Never talked about politics. The worst is when you don't want to talk about politics, and you're waiting in, like, Subway. And oh, someone's like, uh, yeah, you know I what know. they need to do? Look, oh, God, I'm, I'm trying to get a roast beef. The other day. I'm trying to get so, a roast beef. I'm walking into the gym. This guy's on a treadmill, and of course the the, the televisions are are playing. And uh, you know Hillary clinched the nomination, and I just checked the headline. I, that's it. All I did was check the headline. This guy the goes straight near? into it like we've been talking about this for a half an hour. So oh, it's the worst about thing. His hatred for Hillary, and, and he just he hates her so much. I'm like, oh, yeah, and right. um, you know how. A husband, I don't know how he put up with it. I said, well, he really didn't, actually. That's how he put up with it. He didn't. He left and yeah. did whatever he did. He had sex. Um, and then later on, so I, I leave the room like, okay, yeah, yeah, I know, got you. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, later yeah. on, I, I walk right. into the, the, the locker room and he's there again. And he's still going on about it. Oh, uh, was he nude, too? Like yeah. the old balls? And, I, we did that on yeah, what the hell's wrong I, with people. Yeah. Um, and he fit the, the demographics of that type. But yeah. Fortunately, like, no, fortunately he was close. We got one more tweet. Do you want it or are you, are you, is this segment yeah, yeah, done? Yeah. All right. This is from We Are Podcast. Biscardi, what makes – and it's tweeted at uh, the podcastle, but it's directed towards Biscardi. Hashtag New York Minute. What makes Mexican food so good? Great question. 
a lot of it has to do with sour cream and cheese. Cheese is a big part of it, the kind that you use. Um, hmm. But our That's a good idea answer. here, there's Tex-Mex and then there's Mexican. I like them both. Okay. But I think my wife would probably tell you that um, it would be it, it would be in the cheese, especially for quesadillas. The queso. Yeah. What is Tex-Mex? Is that like your nachos and stuff? Well, the Tex-Mex is more cheese. Yeah. We're we're big on on loading the cheddar on and and having um, you know, having enchiladas that are smothered in cheese, which I like. Yeah. But in Mexican culture, it's not as necessary. Mexicans are the salt of the earth. Yes. I don't know. I mean, what that I means. love Mexican tacos. I love Taco Bell. Mexican tacos. You know, you grind so up some meat, you put it in a tortilla. Um, you throw a little lime, you know. Yeah. It's just typically, you know, a couple little diced onions in there, and lime, and that's it. And it's delicious. I love it that way. However, I also like Taco Bell. I like Taco Bell as well. I really do. I think it's the it's best. Fast food ah, there is. The chalupas, so good. Ah, Soft tacos. I could eat four of them. Uh huh. All right. That'll conclude our segment of Question and Answer, New York Minute. I like this segment. We need to do more. I think once yeah. once a show, we need to do a little Q&A, New York Minute. And I guess we should close this show with a special congratulations to our co-host who could not be here. Where yes. He is uh, sowing his oats for the last time as bachelor. Congratulations, John. is in Pennsylvania sowing the oats. Bachelor oh, party. Haven't heard from him all weekend or seen any social media posts so I think hopefully that's going well and he's having fun and not worrying about the internet too much uh, this has been a New York Minute special episode, gotta do more of these always good Tweet hopefully us. we happier circumstances next time yes, absolutely join us next time on the podcastle's New York Minute uh, Mike, I'll let you close this one out sir start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes Are longing to stray Right through